Let's talk about the cycle that the narcissist has a lot of times in how they communicate, how they react, how they rage, and how that affects them. So in talking about this, we have to get past the concept that narcissists don't have feelings. They, they do have feelings. They do have emotions. Majority of the time, they don't know how to process them. They don't know how to react to them. They don't know how to handle them. They don't know how to engage with their emotions properly or in a safe way. So as a result, typically a lot of their emotions will come out with either like stonewalling, um, shutting the other person down, or just complete rage and anger. So once we get past that and be like, okay, like they at least have feelings, they at least have emotions, they just don't know how to handle them because they haven't been developed properly, they haven't been trained properly growing up through whatever abuse or neglect or whatever they had growing up that helped form them that way, then we can start understanding like, hey, when stuff happens, they do have responses. They do have feelings that they don't know how to handle sometimes and they don't know how to control. And typically those feelings are so far underneath the surface that they don't even know it's there because again, they don't know how to handle their feelings. They don't know how to handle their emotions. And so you'll have a moment where a trigger point happens, where an issue happens, where something comes up that starts an argument, starts something that's going on, and as a result, they'll get mad. Now, typically, like, all we see on the outside is just the narcissist getting mad. Like, just, you inconvenience me, you hurt me, you accuse me of something, you're, like, saying that I did something wrong, like like cheating, like anything like that, and all of a sudden they respond in rage. Well, right before the rage happens, there's a couple things that happen like really quickly. Really quickly, the narcissist will feel some type of guilt. And I know everybody on here is like, wait, no, they don't feel any guilt. Like, yeah, they feel some type of guilt because a lot of narcissism is built on shame. It's built on shame from the abuse, from the neglect, from the emotional insecurities, all that type of stuff. So they'll feel guilt, but it's only for like a millisecond. Because if I feel guilt, I want to be able to push that away as quick and as fast as possible because I can't handle that. I can't handle that guilt because I wasn't taught how to process that guilt correctly. And as a result, as soon as I feel guilt, I slide down even further and I start feeling the concept of shame. Now, shame for a narcissist is like the worst enemy. Shame coincides a lot of times with vulnerability is how they think. And shame also gets to the place that they have to admit who they are. If they admit who they are, what they're doing, how they're hurting people, how they're lying, cheating, doing all these things wrong, that promotes a lot of shame. That shame is not something that they're equipped to handle or do they want to handle. So as a result, they have to turn it around even more and they have to find some way to get rid of that concept of guilt, to get rid of that concept of shame. And typically the easiest way is to throw it back on the other person. Oftentimes this is through projecting, this is through discarding, this is through you know, yelling, screaming, all this type of stuff. But it's, it's putting the concept like back on the other person of like, it's not my fault, it's yours. And then after you have that, typically you have the rage that starts to come out more and more. The anger, the frustration, because they're mad that the other person's not taking the blame right away. They're mad that they're not getting out of it as fast as possible. Oftentimes when this happens, the other person, the empath, the other person in the relationship is starting to feel bad. They're starting to feel bad because they just got blamed, they just got yelled at, and as a result, they're crying or spiraling or whatever's going on. Instantly in that moment, you have the concept where the narcissist like sees that, understands that that's there, and it triggers that whole cycle again. 
Now there's a little bit of guilt because that person's response. There's shame because I caused that person's response. I need to blame it. I'll blame it back on that person. And then we get back to rage and here I am yelling at him again, wondering why it's not stopping. So this is very true in my life. This has been very adamant in my life, like throughout the years, going through stuff. So we'd be going on through life and we get to a place and there's a trigger point. So Kayla finds something on my phone and she's like, wait a second, like it looks like you're cheating on me. Okay. Instantly, I'm going to feel a little bit of guilt because she's right. It's true. Then I'm going to feel shame because I know it's wrong. I know it's something that's going to hurt her. I know it's something that's going to damage a lot of different things. I feel that guilt. I feel that shame, but I need to put it away as quick as possible. So I turn it around and I blame. Okay. So at that point, I'm going to blame her. And sometimes they're stupid examples, but it's very true of what they say. And you might've heard this before. So I'll blame her of like, if you hadn't been looking through my phone, like you wouldn't be feeling this way right now. Like if you hadn't snooped in my private stuff, you wouldn't think about this. It wouldn't even be on your mind. It wouldn't even be a problem in our marriage right now. Obviously it would, but how the narcissist is thinking is trying to blame the other person. Then you have other aspects of blame that come out in the argument as it starts turning to rage. Well, if you would have loved me better, then I wouldn't have gone out and cheated. Well, if you, if you would have given me what I wanted, then I wouldn't have gone out and cheated. And like the blame starts coming in heavier and heavier and heavier and the rage starts coming in worse and worse and worse until the other person is like there in tears, like just crying, upset and frustrated because like they're getting completely destroyed by the narcissist. And as I sit there and I look at this and I see, hey, this is what I just created. I just created it by my actions that I'm guilty about, that I feel shame about. I can't feel that. I have to put the blame back on her. She's not accepting the blame 100% or if she is, now she's just spiraling into a mess of, of crying and of being hurt. And that triggers more. That triggers that guilt. That triggers that shame. And all I can think about is how do I get out of this? One of the easiest ways is I just walk out. So I might leave, go to the store, go to the park, come back, walk in the door, act like nothing's ever happened and just try to move on from there. The other aspect is I'll come back even harder because I have to fix the situation. I have to solve it. I have to get us to the place where we move past that situation as fast as possible. Because if we can move past it, then it doesn't exist anymore. Then it's in the past. It's in the memories. And so then my goal is to move past as quick as possible. So I'm going to rage and get upset of like, why can't we get past this? Like, can't you let this be in the past? Like, I thought we were done talking about this. Like, this is over. Can't you forgive me and move on? Always throwing it back on them with that rage, with that blame of trying to get past the argument as quick as possible. So as soon as we get past that, then it kind of like levels out. And then I kind of think like, okay, like now we're back at the normal. We're back at the status quo. We're back at where we have been. And that's the good part in the relationship. That's the part where everything's okay. Where I can still have my cake and eat it too. Where I can still go out and cheat and come home and she still accepts me. That's the next level that we're at. But the problem is I haven't dealt with the triggers. I haven't dealt with the problem. I didn't deal with the problem back then of stopping the cheating, stopping the lying, starting to be honest with my wife and actually get help and get change. So as a result, I just kept continuing that cycle day after day, month after month, year after year, and I didn't know how to fix it and I didn't know how to stop it. But all that stemmed from those feelings of guilt, feelings of shame, feelings of blame, putting the blame back on her, and then those, that rage. And it just cycles. 
faster and faster and faster. And the more the arguments come, the harder the arguments come, the more you get into the argument, the more that spirals even faster out of control. You have like one normal argument, you go through the whole cycle, boom, done. You have like a crazy argument, you go through the whole cycle, you hit another trigger inside that cycle, and literally it spirals down and down and down. And all you're doing is doing the same thing over and over and over again. But the majority of the times, people can't identify it. I never could identify it. I didn't have a clue of what I was doing. I just knew I need to get out of this as fast as possible. Can't take the blame, can't take the shame, can't take the guilt, so I gotta put it off on someone else and I gotta figure out how I can get out of this as fast as possible, even if that means destroying or hurting another person. The cycle's real. And people will do it day in, day out. Hopefully that gives you like a little glimpse inside the mind of a narcissist as it happens. Because those feelings that they have are real. They don't know how to process them, but they hit that guilt, they hit that shame, and that triggers so much underneath the surface. And it's really difficult and it's really hard. Now I'm not saying all this to give you hope about your narcissist, that they're gonna magically change. If they're not showing honest vulnerability and consistent change, they're not gonna change. I'm also not doing this video to be like, oh, woe is me, I'm a narcissist. Like, no, I know what I've done. I've repented of what, I've repented of what I've done. I've asked for forgiveness, I've asked for apology, and I'm working on growing and changing and being the best person that I can possibly be, limiting my narcissistic traits. One of those is not cheating anymore. But understanding who I am, how my mind thinks, how it works is really key and starting to break that process down so that I can get to a place that I don't always get triggered and fall into that cyclical thinking all the time. If you're on here and you like what you see and you like interacting, like please subscribe to YouTube. We'd love to have you interact on there. Please go follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, just to be able to show your support. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, like, give us some stars, give us some feedback. I do meet with people one-on-one. -on -one. I have coaching packages. I've started to meet with people one-on-one, -on -one, either that think they have narcissism or people that are in narcissistic abusive relationships and need help. Um, with that, like I'm really trying to help coach people to be able to get to the next level, to work and to grow, to be the best they can possibly be. If you're interested, reach out for updates on rawmotivations.com, my website. Got some awesome updates coming with the podcast, with videos that are on there, um, with the NARC app that's going to be coming out here shortly. Uh, the web version is out currently, but please go on and check it out just to be able to get an idea of what's going on, who I am, and would love to talk to you more.